Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Jerkos Podcast. Podcast with four friends who spent hours of their childhood sitting around a table in the backyard, listening, learning, and laughing with one another. And now it's time for you to pull up a chair and join our family. My name is Daniel Joseph Simone with my colleagues. Pretty boy B in the house. Bag of donuts. Hey. <laughs> Big baby designer Reynolds. Mm, delicious. How has everyone but been? Day. Oh, day was good, I, I was man. Trying to read day your was... mind. The day was long. The day mm. was making me feel right and ready to hang out with my boys mm. and talk yeah. about what's going on in the world. Oh, it's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Fun day in America, that's for sure. My God. That's hard time. Hard times. <laughs> it's hard times, Daddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling ready. I'm like, ready to team one. up on something. Daddy, what are you cracking? Uh, white claw, black cherry, black cherry. Ooh. Ooh. The worst wait, flavor. Wait, double black cherry? They made a black cherry, black cherry? <laughs> yeah, you didn't like super flavor. <laughs> mm. I, I believe that. him. I believe him. That's the problem. So we'll start with my segment. And so Ooh. I have three games for you to choose from. We'll play one of these three games. First game is trivia snacks. I will ask you trivia questions about some fast food. Mm. Then option two is name that episode for goosebumps. I will read you a description of an episode and you have to give me the name of the episode Mm. or decide the decade, which we've played in the past, but it's for candy. No way, Jose. Jose. (laughs) It's for what? It's for what? For candies this time. Oh, Oh. so amongst yourselves decide, except I know Bernard does not want decades. (laughs) Why, why would you say that? That wasn't me. That was Michelle Tanner. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, let's just vote on it. I'm going to say Goosebumps. Oh. All right. I'll go along with you, but I'll be useless in the Goosebumps. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Let her ride. So we are officially starting. Name that episode. Woo! Goosebumps edition. So, just a little background. Goosebumps was a child anthology horror television series based on R.L. Stein's best-selling, best-selling book series of the same name. It originally aired on Fox Kids from 1995 to 1998. Three. 43 of the original 62 books were adapted into this wow. television show. So, a little example of... <laughs> So an example of how this works is I'll read the description. Here's the example. Lucy discovers a monstrous dark side to the town librarian during closing time, but nobody believes her. What's scarier is the librarian is invited to dinner. The name of that episode is The Girl Who Cried Monster. So the girl who cried wolf, nobody believed her. They're all kind of in that same vein. I see. Okay. I feel stupid. All right, number one. Friends Greg, Doug, Michael, and Sherry find a camera that predicts and causes misfortune of the subject in the photographs. What is the name of the episode? Look at this photograph. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have no idea. This was a terrible topic. Thanks. Thanks for picking it, Babby. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take the heat on this one. Um... 
five seconds. Weak shutter or something? Like that? I don't know. Weak shutter? Shutter Island. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it is going to be called Misery Camera. <laughs> okay. We're going with that one? We're going with Misery yeah. Camera? Go oh, for one. It's starring Ryan Gosling this episode. Say cheese Whoa. and die. <gasps> oh. I don't remember that one. <laughs> I do not remember that one. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we get zero of these great guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number two, Freddie and Kara find a bottle that releases an elderly vampire who has lost his fangs. Oh, succubus. <laughs> <laughs> he has lost his fangs. Key, okay. key, key there. Okay. I want to find my fangs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't is, bite this. Oh, that was good. Darn it. Is that that's the clue? That's it? That was yeah. the synopsis, man. Oh, that was the synopsis. Oh, you that's um, hard time. That's hard times, Defanged? I don't know. Uh, Lost fangs. Vampire breath. Oh. I read that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Max and Noah find a mirror in the attic that turns. The user invisible. On the other side is a world where the evil mirror reflections want to switch places with the real people. Them. Switcheroo. Mirror world. Reflections. Babby. Let's you get got anything, invisible. Babby? Oh, let's get invisible. Okay. I, I All right. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. We got two more. <laughs> a family inherits a sarcophagus. That holds a curse. A living mummy. Oh, not a living mummy. Is that you, mummy? <laughs> <laughs> mummy dearest. Close. Yeah, They're all yeah, really close. That's it. That's it. Mummy dearest right there. <laughs> it's don't wake mummy. Oh. Somebody <laughs> write a letter. It should be changed to mummy dearest. It should That'd be. be. Funny. All right, last one. Tim steals a bag of tricks from his favorite magician, Amazo, <gasps> and ah. finds himself unable to control the magic. <laughs> the magic Uncontrollable magician. Amazo's sack. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two tricks in that sack, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about the pre-trick? Oh. Trick or treat is a trick or treat because that'd be fantastic. Oh, uh, well, it's a magician, not a, not a Halloween episode. Yeah, but Gabby, did you listen? Did you listen? <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's bad hair day. Like a rabbit. Like oh. a rabbit. Blame R.L. Stein for these. Come on, guys. Yo, somebody give me R.L. Stein's number. I'm gonna call this bitch. What's his? All right. What do we Tons think? R.L. Is it Ralph Lauren Stein? <laughs> yeah. What does R.L. Stein stand for? What, what do you think? What do you think? Robert Lee. Robert Langdon. Isn't there like multiple? Robert Lee Stein. Roberto Leopardo. <laughs> Leopardo. I think it's Le- Robert- Roberto, yeah. I think you hit on it. It's me, your father. Roberto. Oh. <laughs> Anybody know what that movie what movie that's from? No. Your no. father Roberto? I think it's from The Water Boy. When his dad shows up <laughs> at the end. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. RL stands for Robert. Lawrence Stein. Okay. Ooh, I was close with Ralph Lawrence. Yeah. Currently I mean, 78 Roberto, years old. He's still alive. Yep. Born in 1943. Well, you should write that motherfucker a letter to say, get better names. <laughs> I, I confused a bunch of them with, uh, are you afraid of the dark? 
Because uh, I was like, oh, where's the one with the mystery bike or the ghost bike that just showed you, up? Like, are you afraid of the dark? The, the intro ghost. to that show was 10 times scarier than any of the episodes. Oh, yeah. I remember changing the channel as soon as I saw that swing. Oh, it was the most terrifying. Like, when that came on, I was like, eh, my night's done. That's uh, it. <laughs> thanks for uh, for sitting on the big orange couch for a little bit. Well, throwback, you could, uh, from last week's episode, you could increase your endorphins if you got a little scared. <laughs> and then uh, you could go fuck a cat or dog or something like that, too. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> and, then right. Pet, yeah. and then pet my fiance. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I got That's that. That's what we were talking about, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I think you guys need to listen to the episode one more time. <laughs> well, that game was fun. We really, really failed. We failed big time. My God, I wish I just paid attention more because I read probably every single book that you mentioned or saw the episode. Wait, wait, wait. Just for, just for giggles here, give me the first question for the snack gaming, like the snack oh, game. Oh, yeah, I like this. Okay. <laughs> what was the first restaurant to introduce the modern day drive through window? Oh, Sonic. Roy, Roy Rogers. Do you want to know or do you want to wait till next week to find out? Can you give us just the tip? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Wendy's is credited. Uh, Dave Thomas, founder Dave of Wendy's. Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's, is credited to have the first modern day drive through. Yeah, Dave Thomas, who apparently worked at KFC before leaving. You ruined a question. That's number four. Oh, <laughs> see, Boom. This is where we needed bad. Before starting I Wendy's. Told you, Pink <laughs> <laughs> before That's starting Wendy's, what fast food franchise Dave, did Dave Thomas work for? Yeah, see? You yep. would have one correct. That's one more than that goosebump shit. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we, we flopped big time. We're, we don't know shit about decades, we don't know shit about goosebumps. But we know our snacking. Bro, if there's one thing I know, it's food. Mm-hmm. It's the snacking. I feel stupid. Well, no, we shouldn't feel stupid. How are you supposed to know? When was the last time you watched Goosebumps? It was more of just like... You literally gave me two VHSs for my birthday that just passed. <laughs> I have no yeah, excuse. You can name them. Could you name them? Uh, no. Or, exactly. No. <laughs> Vampire Breath, I remember reading like three times though. Because I think it was like the grandfather in the basement. He was a vampire or something like that. I never oh. read it. I just thought the names were punny, and I thought that you can get them from the context clues of the uh, of the synopsis. Thank you for thinking highly of my intelligence. <laughs> I think we need some multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, next week will be multiple choice. ABCD. I think, I think we we have clearly demonstrated a lack of intelligence. <laughs> there goes our thirty subscribers. Hmm. Where's that from? Hook. Yeah. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Penny, penny. My favorite thing is when the, the little kid is like goes up to him and touches his face in three spots and then all of a sudden goes, There you are, Peter. Oh, and all the kids are like, oh, We believe now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just pushes, pulls his face back like he's taping it back, or it's like oh. a pseudo facelift. What a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. That movie is really yeah. good. It holds I up. Love- we watched it recently. It holds up. Yeah, I just bought. I drunkenly bought it on DVD after it was on TV one night. Oh, well worth the fifteen dollars. Ever seen it? it? You've never what? seen Hook? Never seen it. He's lost his marbles. Get off! <laughs> <laughs> You'd get that joke if you saw the movie. Oh my God, Babby, you've been deprived. Let's just make only Hook jokes and isolate Babby until he watches it. I know it's a great movie, and I know. Like, uh, 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 why don't you just run home, Babby? <laughs> that was a good one did i ever tell you i saw rufio at a bar once 
Did oh. you? I did. And he, we were sitting down, we were actually playing bingo and he was in like a private room having like dinner with like a bunch of his friends. And I DM'd him, on, or him good, huh? on Twitter and I was like, are you in this bar right now? And Creep. he didn't answer. And Creep. then so I started going ah, 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 when I was, when I got like a bingo and yeah. uh, I don't think he appreciated it. You should have just <gasps> went up to the room and been like, you crow like a pan. <laughs> You can fly, you can fight, and you can... Ah, ah, ah. Yo, that blade in that movie, that gold blade with the coconut husk Dude. as the hand guard. Oh, yeah. my God. So I looked into getting a real replica of that because I feel like that would be like... Bernard has a Jurassic Park staff from the movie. and I think Literally that's right, next this, right, right next to him. Right next to him. Right here. Yeah. And so it's the big bone staff and it has the... Uh, the mosquito the, and amber that they pull the DNA out of. And I think get? that's such a cool like statement piece like above a desk or something. And I was like, I want something like that. So I looked to get the pan sword done. That would be at, dope. How much? It was really expensive. And then I looked at... plus? Over 15 hundo? You'd have to get it like custom made. So I think oh. it was like over 15. I think And then I was like, let do. me just get the toy from the 1993 movie. Like in box and everything like that, because that would be pretty cool too. They had a toy sword, like they that? did have a toy sword. Yeah, that's sick. What we should do is basically watch hours and hours of the History Channel and YouTube to learn how to forge metal, mm. and then make the sword <laughs> and document it on YouTube. And then all we need to do is make the sword and then buy a coconut and put half half of it on the handle hilt. There you go. It's yeah, it, true. it'd be simple. Fairly forge simple. and fire. We could just submit it to Forge and Fire. Yeah. Each wheel kill. How many <laughs> how many fingers do you think we would collectively lose? Well, oh, it depends on what sword. kind of steel. Are we using Damascus steel? I'm lost. Ah, I man, I, I got deep in that forge and fire life. Oh my god! Too many. When do when do we quench it? God, yeah, we have to announce that we're quenching it. And then if you double quench it, oh my god! Ah, uh, that 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 hurt, that ruins the integrity of the blade. It could crack. Yeah, it's you unsafe. Run the integrity of the metal. Yo, the only metal I know about is Valerian steel. Okay. <laughs> what about adamantium? I guess I know about adamantium. What about vibranium? What about heavy? Heavy. Heavy metal. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> and then we were on that dad pun level, yo, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Guy's still playing goosebumps over there. <laughs> My lord. Damn. All right, well, I think... It might be time for Babby oh. to talk. Yeah, speaking of heavy fucking topics, Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no real way to segue into this one, boys. So it's kind of just Segways are hard. slide on in there. Ugh. Did we see the news with the leaked uh, opinion coming out of the Supreme Court? With the possibility of Roe v. Wade being overturned, stricken down by the court, the highest court in the land. Yeah. Now, of course, the opinion is also dated from February, so it could have changed. And uh, we don't know if who was voting which way or the other. I mean, we have, you know, a pretty good idea. Yeah. But it's a pretty, uh, it's like an earthquake went off in the political sphere and then the, uh, the culture war and the civil rights of folks, like, boom. I don't think anyone expected this. I don't even know what to say. Like, it, my social feeds are just, I can't even go on them right now because I'm so just upset. And not only that, but like the infighting, I think, as well. Um, people kind of pointing blame at every single person under the sun of why this is an issue. 
perhaps rather than like trying to be a part of the solution, you know, I think that adds to the noise a little bit, which is even more frustrating on top of something that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, where we live, you would be rare to come across somebody who was pro-life. Right. That's a pretty strong minority opinion in this area or the coastal areas. Although there are people out there, you know, there's religious groups and, and Catholics in particular, there's a lot of Catholics uh, or evangelicals who are pro-life, hold pro-life positions. Um, but it is rare, you know, nonetheless in the coastal areas. Now, if you go to the interior of the country in the Southern parts of the country, you're going to find a lot more pro-life folks. I think nationwide pro-choice still carries the day in terms of just numbers of people who support one way or the other. Now, granted, this is, there has not been a decision made. No laws have been changed. Things mm-hmm. could, you know, but even still, so now we're talking about is public opinion going to sway the court? Are we deciding laws based on what's popular or not popular? Or if, if it does go through, uh, this will be the first time in a long time that the court has landed itself squarely in unpopular terms, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, I guess you could make the case like Citizens, whatever it was, United, where they decided that corporations count as people was not popular, but it wasn't like a cultural war issue. So most people didn't really... You know, it's a it's a financial thing once we weren't paying attention to it. So this is gonna be like I just I don't know. I just don't understand. Like that's what I was just gonna say. I don't understand why this is even up for other people to decide for like an individual. Like I don't get it in today's day and age. And so it's really Part of me is just kind of being a little bit more like uh, quiet because a lot of pa- like I've even seen like images of like panels that people are talking about it and it's just a bunch of white dudes. Right. And so like this feels like more more of that, but it's 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 also like I don't understand why it's even topic. Like yeah, it's somebody's choice, and by if if this occurs, like. They're not going to stop abortions from happening. They're going to stop exactly. safe abortions from happening. And so it's like... I was uh, listening to something that said they were projecting like a 14%, 15%, you know, maybe drop, decrease, and the rest of it's going to be unsafe practices. Or mm-hmm. will the coastal states put together like transportation funds to get people... It's going to be like a underground, you know, like an underground railroad for uh, reproductive rights. Also, like, um, what... Like, what is the argument to go against it? Like, to to renege Roe v. Wade I mean, is the argument just we're not pro-life? legal scholars, but from what I can gather, it's not a question of life, pro life, pro choice. It's a question of does the Constitution and and ergo the federal government grant people the right to an abortion? Okay, or is it a state's matter? Do the states have to legislate it themselves? So Roe v. Wade kind of set precedent that, no, 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 the Constitution covers this. It is a federally granted right. You have the right to an abortion mm-hmm. uh, as protected by the federal government and the Constitution. Based on the opinion piece that we saw from Alito there, it's like, a, that's wrong. This is purely a state's rights thing. The states elect their own representatives, and they'll decide what's legal or not legal. Uh, thinking a little bit more in the future, like couldn't this also kind of play into like gay rights as well 100 percent. part of the precedent that's cited in the um the right of gay couples to get married is is stuff that's cited in roe v wade and then the um second decision that reaffirms it like i said we're not legal scholars obviously so sure seek out more informed opinion than ours <laughs> i'm a scholar of goosebumps so <laughs> we are not yeah 
I I think that's definitely on the chopping block, and that had personally screwed up my life because if if you guys remember, even though New York had same sex marriage, I was dating someone who's not a U.S. citizen, right. so I could not sponsor him. To come exactly because federally Mm -hmm. it was not recognized. So, regardless of this is like a federal or a state level thing, there's other like nuances I think that people aren't necessarily privy to that they just don't understand. Um, So, even though in New York, for my case, it was you know recognized like nationally, I was kind of second class citizen. Um, So I I don't get it and. it's just kind of super frustrating that the the fallout is just astronomical, I think, and the despair for so many people. Um, and Yeah, so what I'm seeing a lot of is I'm seeing a lot of people question the legitimacy of the court now, you know. So everyone is attacking the right, you know, because they maneuvered for decades to set this up. Right. And now they're saying, well, we don't agree with that. Therefore, it's not legitimate. And that's like a dangerous thing in my eyes because the court yeah. is supposed to be the arbiter in a nonviolent way at the highest level. <laughs> yeah. So when you start tossing that out the window, you're not really left with much besides you know, violent sure. recourse. Democracy is only going to survive if people believe in it. Right. If you don't believe sure. it is legitimate, if you feel like it's a delegitimate process, then that opens the door to a whole host of bad things. Well, speaking of, let's look at the the wife of Chief Justice Roberts, who has been instrumental uh, behind the scenes talking about the insurrection on January 6th. So we have a sitting member, spouse of the Supreme Court that um, was in favor of not having a peaceful transfer of power. So I just think, I mean... uh, what's left? Do you know what I mean? Everything is up for grabs at this rate. Um, to believe in it, to not, uh, if you want to even go back into history, look at um, President Jackson removing all of the indigenous and native um, people to the east of the, the Mississippi River, to the west of the Mississippi River, even though the Supreme Court said that the Cherokee Nation in Georgia had the right to be there. That is and one Jack- of the most devious quotes from a president of all time they're like hey mr president the supreme court ruled you can't do that and he's like oh yeah well they made their decision now enforce it <laughs> yep he's like the court's he like, ex- oh i guess i guess we can't do anything <laughs> yeah he's like executive branch i enforce the laws so yeah so like this unfortunately kind of isn't new in a way but it's getting to dangerous levels that it seems like it's the norm i guess where that was kind of like a one-off because that was like what 1820s or something yeah Maybe long time, ago. long time ago. So we're talking about over maybe two hundred, around two hundred years. So, but now this is commonplace. So I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, America has survived a lot of crazy stuff, right? So we'll see. Um, all it would take is the reshuffling of the court, be it adding more members to the court or replacing existing members of the court, and then you're right back to where you started. You know, you'll see yeah. another legal challenge that could de- get decided another way. So. When are aliens coming is the real question. Yeah. They don't want to deal with us. (laughs) Please. I guess my follow-up question, though, is um, do we think this will impact the midterm elections? I think so. I think 100% did. When I saw this come out, I was like, this is the biggest gift to the Democrats. That's how I felt. They could have possibly asked for. Because you had a uh, disaffected populace. Everyone's not happy with the Democrats right now. 
Sure. This is like the number one way to motivate your base. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll cover that when we uh, approach it. <laughs> yeah. I saw a couple, in- I was listening to another podcast, a couple of interesting things. Like apparently the reporters who broke the story were not Supreme court reporters. They were like a uh, national security reporter and one like legal scholar analyst type dude, hmm. which is interesting. There's a lot of well-known, like, you know, big media outlet folks that cover their court pretty regularly. And they go to them often. We're like, what do you think the decision is going to be? And they're like, well, so-and-so thinks and votes like this. And, it was not them. It was like a national security guy. And then I was seeing other people speculate that, okay, maybe the decision has actually changed. So maybe the right, the, the conservative side of the court is pushing this out saying, hey, this is what it should have been. But now the decision has changed and we don't know what it is. Ooh. That's the shitty part about this is like it's incomplete information, right? We don't know. The law is not changing until they release the decisions. Right. And then we'll have to see who joins or dissents or, you know, um, puts out their opinions and such. So you just, you basically what you have is like the most hot rumor of the day, <laughs> like the hottest of hot rumor. Right. I think this definitely demonstrates uh, how fast information travels and also how fast people react. Now I was seeing things on like Instagram before I actually saw the story break. That's how quickly like people were, up on this Politico broke it late last night we're east coast i think it was like nine nine eight nine o'clock east coast last night and like within i, I shouldn't say hours like an hour you had massive reaction and fallout across the country they were putting up barricades around the actual supreme court uh within like minutes of the news breaking and then there was uh protesters one way or the other showing up on site yep and you wonder why elon musk bought twitter Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is wild though. Elon Musk buying Twitter is wild. That was Ugh, that's another thing that bothers me. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh yeah. What about uh you know I really grinds my gears to, to to UN? He was like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll solve uh world hunger for uh, six billion. Show me the paperwork. And they did. And he was like, nah, I'm gonna buy Twitter for forty four. <laughs> I'm gonna extend the character length like five what? characters. It's just like, I don't know yeah. how billionaires, how, they don't do anything. That's not self-serving <laughs> precisely. It's just, I kind of feel like it's a joke now. Yeah. U S politics in general, this country in general, it just feels very um, laughable in like the worst way. Laughable, like from disbelief. It's just like, is this really happening? I think it's yeah. just, I think it's kind of, it's like we view ourselves as standing above or, outside of the this type of behavior but really like america is the same way we criticize the russians for having oligarchs but like how many billionaires do we have that run our society <laughs> like, right. precisely yeah, so, right. yeah it's, just, it's yeah. all about propaganda and spin and how you want to phrase it but yeah well Definitely. these current times kind of blow i think it's time we take a little trip to bernard's Memory Corner? Oh! <laughs> Welcome to Bernard's Memory Corner. Memory Corner. It's the time where Bernard talks about a memory in his corner. Memory Corner. Corner. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Will it be funny? Will it be sad? We don't know. Welcome to Bernard's Memory Corner. Corner. Memory Corner. Welcome to my Memory Corner. I would like to invite you guys to take a journey with me back to when we were in high school. 
Oof. Yes. But to start this, I don't remember any of it. So this will be this will be new for me. Well, to start this, we might even go a few years prior to high school. But do you guys remember how influential and important music videos used to be? Yes. <laughs> do you remember your first music video you ever saw? I don't. Do you? Mm. I do. I it, it like lives in my in my weird memory bank. Give us was, give us a synopsis. What was it? I was sitting in my mom's room. Okay. Flipping through the channels. Okay. Channel sixty seven was a little bit blurry, so I went to channel fifty three. Was that oh, yeah. spice? Was sixty seven spice? <laughs> yes, it was. Hell yeah! <laughs> There's many a scrambled nipple. I've and seen then it on switched. That. It was Disney, and then it switched to Spice later on. I was like, that's a weird. That's As so you do, you know, That's so good. So MTV was fifty three. Yes, it was. Uh, and the very first music yeah. video was TLC. Uh, Jason Waterfalls? Don't call Jason Waterfalls. And Yo, I was like... I thought it used to be called Jason Waterfalls. And they were saying... Like, they were singing about a man named <laughs> go, Jason. Go, yeah. Jason so I thought it was like, Waterfalls. I was like, wow, Jason must be really hot. He's got three women asking him to not go. <laughs> to not go. <laughs> but then you never uh, see Jason in the whole movie. They just dance on top of the like, waterfall. Ooh. That wasn't TLC? Fantastic. Wasn't it like Beyonce and uh, no, no, no? That TLC was, uh, was Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, Beyonce was Destiny's Child. Yes. Oh, Destiny's Child. Yeah, but I remember like Don't coming home from because so my sister was always in the school above me, above right. me, right? And so she, our schools got out earlier. The higher you were, the earlier you got out. So I would get home from school, and she would already be home. So she was like monopolizing the TV, and she always had TLC on. So like, I mean. Sorry, MTV on with TLR. Total TRL. Total request request live. With Carson Daly. Yeah. Yeah. So music videos used to be like the shit. And so what I want to do is I'm going to go through what the number one... So this is from... I watched a YouTube video by Rumi Official. And he pulled these from Channel Red List. I don't know what that is. Nice sourcing. It's a source, yeah. So these are the most watched uh, music videos of the year. I'm going to give you just so we can set up a little frame. Stoked. Okay. The year 2000, the most watched music video. Backstreet Boys. Millennia. No. No. I got it. It's Eminem. No. 2000 was NSYNC. Bye, bye, bye. Oh. Got it. Okay. 2001. Anybody want to make one singular guess per person? I don't have a list here. I do. Backstreet's back. 2001 was Ja Rule with Ashanti, Always on Time. Oh, no. Always there um, when always you're on, yeah. on time. All right, 2002. Dan, you're going to appreciate this, I think. I was very surprised by this. Is it Linkin Park? It's not. Okay, oh. is it, is it um, Limp Biscuit? No, Nookie. but it was rock, and they were considered political. A P.O.D.? Yeah. No, right not P.O.D. Um, System of a Down. Ah, oh, damn it, oh. that was going to be my next Chop one. Chop Suey? Ari- no, Ariel. A- oh, Ariel's in the Ariel. sky. In okay. the sky. 2003. This is the last one I'm giving you, and then we're going to go into a little bit of a game. 2003, which was eighth grade for us, it was The Killers, Mr. Brightside. Ah, All right. Now, so 2004 funny. was when we, Babby, I'm sorry, there's three of us that graduated in 2007, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> old. Sorry. I, I, no, no worries. 2004, I'm going to give that you the you die first. <laughs> Um, so for 2004, I'm going to give you the top six in no, you know, in just a random order. And you got to pick from these top six what the number one was. Okay. Got it. So we've got Daddy Yankee with Gasolina. Oh, tell me about Gasolina. Eminem would just lose it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Mario with Let Me Love You. Don't know that one. Me neither. We have Let Lincoln. Me love you. <laughs> yeah, it does go like that, but I did not know it. We have Only Lincoln 20 Park. seconds, Vin. Only 20 seconds. It's copyright. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Lincoln Park with Breaking the Habit. Mm. Dan, we have Blink-182 with I Miss You. Oh. And we have Usher with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's between Yeah and Eminem. I want to say Eminem, though. I think it was more popular. So you guys must make a group decision. Hive mind, hive mind. It's not Mario. Sorry about it. Well, sorry, Mario. <laughs> Shout out Mario, though. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Probably doing all right, you know. <laughs> not you got Blink. a brother. Great polling business. Though, Blink-182, what's my age again, made no, me realize not. that it I was, was gay. When I saw those dudes running around naked, I was like, hey, we oh, I remember something. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> yep, that was my my aha moment. So Mark, Tom, and Travis, we want a woo-woo. Yep. <laughs> um, so Bling's out of the running. So you had Was Daddy it without Yankee. me? Was it without me? The Eminem song? No, it's just lose it. <laughs> just lose it. Oh, his funny ones <laughs> are good. always like thank you. That was really good. Five. I'm I feel like Usher. Sure. I feel like Usher. Sure. Three. I'm going to say Usher. Two, okay. I, I'm, I'll side with that. One. Usher was number five. Fuck. Mario was number two. <gasps> and Linkin Park Breaking the Habit was number one. Oh. Wow. That song. I don't remember that song. Let uh, us now no. move forward into 2005. Sophomore year. It was the anime music video. Yeah. It and it was like stuff. the first like mainstream anime music yeah, video. The, that, like, the ed- it was pretty sick quality. Now, in Look 2005, the top six were... In random order, Kelly Clarkson, Because of You. Oh, classic. James Blunt. Beautiful. Ooh. Eminem, Mockingbird. Now hush, little baby, don't Don't you know it. Black Eyed Peas. My humps, my humps, my humps. Check it out. Mariah Carey. We belong together. And Coldplay, (laughs) Fix You. Uh, I'll say my humps. I feel like my taste in music is just not popular. So I have to go with the song that I dislike the most. <laughs> Which was audibly Mariah Carey, right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Take All my right. Medicaid card. I don't know. I don't know. This is democracy. It's not like the United States. So let's figure it out. Five. Odd times, daddy. Four. You don't know three, what odd times are, daddy. Two. <laughs> Matt, what do you one. have? One. Okay, I got nothing. I don't my know. Humps. Mariah Carey. My humps. Oh. This was Kelly Clarkson because of you. Oh, that when uh, American Idol first came out, is that why? Probably. It was probably like the year after she won or something. Yeah, don't yeah. quote me on that. I don't know. All right. Now, what I'm going to do is instead of giving you the top six, because you guys are not doing great, I'll give you the top three. Thanks. But I will read you <laughs> six, five, Isn't this four. your memory corner? Shouldn't you remember this shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You want me just fine. All right. Fuck the game. So in 2006, number one was Bob with Bruno Mars. Sorry, not Bob. B-O-B. <laughs> Jason Waterfalls and Bob hanging out together. Beautiful girl. And in 2007, the number one was Beyonce with Shakira, Beautiful Liar. But I do want to point out in 2007, Soldier Boy who cranked that cracked the top four. Oh, that's what really matters. And I remember the shit out of that. Yeah, that dance. Oh, fuck. Now, what I, what I really wanted to talk about here very, you know, briefly was what's a song or an artist that when you hear, it brings you back to like high school or the, that around that time. For me, it's always something heavy metal, Slipknot or Mudvayne, but also Tenacious D, which would theoretically classify in heavy metal for right. some of their songs. But what about for you guys? What, what music comes on and you instantly just kind of get transported? 
Blink-182, Dashboard yeah. Confessionals. Really? Simple Plan. Okay. Ugh. Have you ever unplugged? MTV's unplugged. Yeah. I, I've watched that recently on YouTube. The Nirvana one was fantastic. I missed that. I, I, I like remember actively going to FYE and buying those CDs, the MTV Unplugged versions. Nice. So good. Bowling, so Bowling for Soup does a whole tour oh. with, the, with the main lead singer and the guitarist, and they just do a full acoustic set. And like that's, it's usually in smaller venues. Mm. It's really, really cool. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy E. World, I haven't heard that that band name in a long time. Death Cab for Cutie. Ooh. What about you, Dan? What about you, Babby? Babs. Uh, I mean, for me, it's so like I didn't. I, with me and Sarah? music, I don't like make that connection to music where I'm like, this is my childhood. I don't like encapsulate it in that. I think I had maybe one CD growing up, and it was like a Backstreet Boys or, or maybe it was no. What do you call that? Like wow, just now music? Like they had those now. Now oh, that's what I call yeah. music. Yeah, was so you have volume one? Like, yeah, I didn't go CD shopping, dude. Like, I, I didn't really have a big collection when the yeah, internet came out, and that's how old we are. The internet came out during our lives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they had Casa and uh, uh, LimeWire Lime and all that stuff. Fair Share, yeah, Fair Share, Kaza. I thought Kaza. it was. <laughs> yeah. Kaza was, was it, one. Yeah, was it Kaza? Was I saying it wrong? I said Kaza. Yeah, I thought it was Kaza. Kaza Who's, I don't know. Who what, said what Kaza? Mad, it's just like holy. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started getting music. Yeah, uh, when it was full free. Oh yeah, same. Uh, I guess songs for me. I mean, again, it's that I still listen to the same pop punk stuff that I did back in high school. Um, also heavy metal, but like I think when Doves Cry, that that comes on. Really nice. Uh, know that one, Fabulous. That like F A takes me back. Hello, US. Um, then like the My Chemical Romances, the the oh, Sublimes. I remember yo, the first MCR. time I I acquired a Sublime CD, and I think that was like life changing. I got um, remember, uh, remember 303 being hot when we were young. I remember that. Yeah, Bernard loved 303. 303 was more like college. I love that. And who was the group that came out of a diac? What were they called again? Cohen and Cambria. Yeah, yeah. Cambria. Yeah, we saw them before they were famous. Wasn't a fan. Yeah, back at the back door. My cousin was, used to smoke up with them all the time. That in was school. that was Chipmunk nice. pop. Yeah, that, that was nice. Like, I wanted that to was like Alvin and the Chipmunks went metal. Like. Speaking of that, um, Chipmunk's trailer looks fantastic. I don't know I if you guys seen have seen it, it yet, but nah. it looks great. That's crazy. Man, we should make a whole podcast about music. I, l- I listen to, like, I'm a whistler now, by the way, and I hate it. <laughs> Just become I a whistler. Dude, I, l- I was listening, because oh. I, l- I listen to podcasts a lot, and then I'll, like, sprinkle in music, and I just was whistling, and this girl <laughs> that where I work with, she's like, you're very cheerful today, and I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you're whistling, and it's like, dude, I'm not kidding, it's like, System of a Down, like, heavy stuff is playing, and I'm just whistling the tune. I don't whistle, but I will like like beep boop type stuff, you know. Like I'll, beep boop. Like, do you play <laughs> the finger the drums? You go like. Can, 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 can you do some beep booping for us? Yeah, try it out. But uh, I remember, I remember, I was in uh, eighth grade, and we were on the football field, on, like getting, like doing practice, like walkthroughs and stuff. But I was bored, so I was just like beep booping. I was like just like jamming out to my own rhythm, and then Ben Colsey was like, "This motherfucker's over here just singing." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What are you talking about? Wow. Have you ben ever Colson. heard somebody whistle and know what they're whistling? It happens to me. It happened to me once in my life. Of yeah. course. Really? Sometimes, but I don't know. Pop goes the weasel. Like something like very generic. We had played that game with the fucking putty and stuff. And part of that game. 
Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about like in the wild. Like, no, if you wish in the wild, I get it. But like, I'm I'm walking down the street and somebody's Tall whistling a song, band. like the Kill Bill song. I'm like, oh, you know that one. Like, they're whistling. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow. I'm, and like, you play like, what's that sound? But like in real life, yeah, when I, I, whistling just makes me think of Legends of the Hidden Temple because I always got a fucking whistle pop as a as, as a Yo, prize. Oh, those were so good. Though. And you got sent to space camp. Let's make a candy <laughs> that will annoy the parents more than anything else. Whistles. Let's make it a whistle. Yeah, prime, whistle prime pops. Marketing. You you got that candy once in your life and you never got it again. Yep. Yeah, but I'm very self-conscious now about my whistling. You know what came on today? It was a Ramstein song. Oh, and I don't, Hast? I don't know. It wasn't Du Hast, but <laughs> it was one that I had listened to a lot. And I don't know German, but I knew all the words. Yep. <laughs> like I could pronounce them. I knew all the words. It came back to me like 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 yesterday. Oh, that's and it's things. like I could literally be saying like put it in my butt in German, and I had no <laughs> idea. I have no Probably idea. Work. But they live somewhere in your brain, and then you just it just yeah. comes out, and you're like, oh yeah, I know every single word to this entire song. I know. It's amazing. I haven't heard it in 25 years. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But thank you for taking this journey to my memory corner. And Babby, I apologize for trying to make it interactive. You're right. It's my memory. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't ask you to contribute at all. I love the interactiveness. Thank I mean, you, I know Dan. as you get older and Alzheimer's kicks in and everything. You <laughs> wow. <laughs> Remember that wow. one time when Bernard said he's a whistler? Yeah. What a good <laughs> Uh, so, I'm gonna buy you a harmonica and we'll see how that goes. Okay. I wish I had the patience to learn the harmonica. Mm. Well, isn't a harmonica just like kind of whistle 2.0? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, I, I guess that's right. A harmonica is almost like elevating your whistling. Yeah. And then you could suck in and blow out because you could do that with whistling too. You can, I can do that. Yeah. Can, you're, can you do can you do can you do inward singing? I can do inward singing. I don't want to do it on the podcast and hurt everybody's ears. What? What's inward You've singing? You've never heard of inward singing? No. Well, maybe you should just go educate yourself. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess it's to me, kids. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, today I found myself like angry, just kind of angry. Um so I have a little like excerpt from a book um, by Brene Brown called Braving the Wilderness, which I really, really love because sometimes when I can't find the words, I just find people who say things better than I can. Um, but I kind of just wanted to ask you guys how you manage your anger and or what makes you angry. It can be as specific as you want to. Um, I guess I can start. Um, I hate like inconsideration. I don't, it makes me like furious that people can be mean just for the sake of being mean. Like they have like kindness is free. Right. And it's not really that much of an effort. It's just mindfulness in a sense. But when people just go out of their way and they almost get off at being rude, that just makes me very mad. (laughs) Um, and the way rude boy money. Woohoo. Um, (laughs) I guess how I manage my anger is sometimes um, I, I'd like to go for a walk and just like walk it out. I want to, I want to feel like my body's moving. So the anger kind of like gets out of my system. Otherwise I'm punching walls, which is not good. So. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll go next. Um, I'm not really a, uh, when I get angry, I think 
the, the first thing that I do is I try to take a step back and I meditate and I realize why I'm angry and what's causing me anger. And sometimes that could be, whether it be at someone or a certain situation, I kind of find the root of the anger and kind of try and isolate that and figure out why is it due to self-worth? Is it due to um, just not knowing enough? Is it due to how it mm -hmm. makes me feel and kind of taking the anger and understanding, am I angry at this person or am I, am I angry at this idea or I'm angry at what's going on or I'm angry at myself. Yeah. Once I kind of figure that out, that kind of leads me down a path of understanding what the root of that anger is. Um, so I guess the first thing that I do is I, is I take a step back, I breathe, I kind of be alone with my thoughts, kind of put everything together before I'm, I can form an opinion or a, or a rebuttal or anything along those lines. I'm not really a physical person. Uh, when it comes to anger, I think that I do more emotional damage to myself than I do to any physical object. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so I guess my my first thing would be to take a step back, breathe, <laughs> and just kind of understand why I'm angry before I take that's, any secondary actions. That's good self-awareness. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a lot of work that's been done. But um, yeah, I'm happy that I can be at that point now in my life of understanding my anger to a point. Yeah. Again, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but um, it's, a constant, <laughs> uh, it's a constant learning journey. For sure, man. I don't know. Lately, I've been, uh, I'd say my patience has gotten thinner. Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, I, I just think that there's a lot. Uh, we've recently, two and a half months ago, got a puppy. So that mm. adds a lot on there when you have like a full-time job. and Shout out Mochi. Uh, cutest puppy ever. Greatest dog of all time. Mochi is like, like turning me. into a really good dog, but it's, good. A, lot, it's a lot of work. How's your sleep been? My sleep's been better uh, okay. because by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. She throws a temper tantrum at 945 and we pretty much just put her in the crate. And then I get up at 6, 6.15 in the morning and take her out. But yeah, it's great for know, your just, Fitbit though. I'll tell you that. I see those I, rings getting completed. Oh man, I have been crushing my physical goals, my calorie burning goals. But Excellent. Yeah. All that adds to like the stress. You know, there's a lot of stress and everything. So yeah, mm -hmm. lately I've been like super thin uh and and easily angered and when i get angry it it's like it turns into like a fixation it's like a mental loop in my head and i just like think about it and it's really not healthy yeah and then i can rile myself up and then i have to like step back and are you breathe. a crock potter explain yourself <laughs> you let it simmer you keep everything in there oh and it simmers and it simmers and it simmers yeah and, and then at the simmers. end of the day you have a tasty tasty dish bowl of hate 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yep. i think that that i am a crock pot i am a crock pot for sure um <laughs> i'm a little just that now I, I think that worked pretty well that was yeah <laughs> when i get really angry it's some you know a margarita you know that helps what? occasionally uh i actually take like cbd gummies that nice. kind of helps calm me down i actually started taking like a, a level of cbd daily Mm. And that just kind of chills me out. But also I uh, just kind of take like, uh, eventually I'll get to a point where I'm like, this is stupid. And I think about what's going on. That's mm. bigger than me in the world. And I'm like, this issue that I'm like bothered by or angered by is like nothing. Uh, so you're wasting energy. So I get to that point. And sometimes I get to it a lot faster than the others. And sometimes it takes me like a couple hours For and sure. then I breathe through it and I just put it back, put the lid back on the crock pot and wait another day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing though. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's been lately. It's been I mean, it's a hundred percent relatable. A hundred percent. Cause yeah. like, 
so, sometimes I'm like Danny and sometimes I'm like you. Like it, I mean, it depends on what else like external factors and variables are going on. Sometimes you got the, the tools in the tool belt to use. And then other times you're just like, fuck, where did I put it? Yeah. They, I'm, they should call me stew pickles. Cause I'd be stewing. <laughs> Toy designer stupid. And also I think that food and sleep and a lot of other factors do kind of affect the mood more than we think. And maybe that's just cause we're older or wiser. I don't know. But I feel like if I'm starting to like be on the edge of anger I'm like, did I eat today? No, I haven't eaten yet. I've been working for the last six hours. I haven't gotten up. Let me get something in my stomach before yeah, I respond to this email with a per my last email. Yeah, mm. hangry. I get hangry. And also, I, I was, up until about like a month ago, I was stress eating like crazy. And then I would be stress eating. And then I would go in my head, oh, you're not really hungry. You're stress eating right now. And then I'd go, yeah, I am. Fuck it. And I'd lean in harder. <laughs> At least you have the awareness to know that and then take a step back. And then, yeah, I was like, I don't give up. Uh, Been there. What are you, Babs? Um, Hulk smash. I haven't been angry, like to the point of like enraged or violent. And I couldn't even tell you how long, man. I just get not even if you get no decade questions correct. (laughs) Not even if I get no goosebumps questions correct. That's true. I do not know who is coming to dinner, Daniel. (laughs) <laughs> great segment we'll bring that back thanksgiving oh that great was segment. good um i get a lot of like fr- i get i guess i get a lot of frustration maybe mm. it's better better term for it i'll get highly frustrated with a lot of things and then i just get like you know like a deep sigh like depressed like just like oh god like here we go again you know uh except when i'm driving when i'm driving i do get some points of like murderous road rage <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah. i thought you were gonna say like that's my calming <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't music and just relax no, no i want i knew working. exactly where bavi was going with this <laughs> no yeah oh i mean I'm not, i haven't like i haven't harassed anybody on there i don't do crazy things on the road you know but i'll say there can never be a camera come into recording. me come into me you'll say that <laughs> yeah no <laughs> No, there's no recording in the car when Babby is driving. I'll be immediately canceled. You know, with no context, Dan, that phrasing sounds really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Come into me. Come into me. That's what you're saying in German. (laughs) That's hard time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, so. How do you you alleviate any of that? Well, the frustration is kind of like. um, Besides sighing. Yeah, a lot of it is internalized and like, you know, like crock potter. You know, you put it in the stew for later. For sure. <laughs> That's why, Babby, you, you and I were just, we're simpatico. Yeah. Simpatico. A lot of it is just stuff. You'll that, be the meat, I'll be the cheese. A lot, a lot of it's like a lot of Give things. The like, you know, once the Once the pressure is off, you realize, oh, that's kind of like irrelevant. It didn't matter so much to me now in hindsight. Yeah. In the moment, you're like, this is the most all encompassing thing. That's all I can think about. It's the most frustrating thing. But, you know, you get through it and, but the anger, like on the road, <laughs> it's just make myself laugh is really what I do. I'll say like horrendous stuff. <laughs> like, I've been there. I've oh, been there. can you please record it once and then no, play it for no, us? No, no, no. And then we'll play on the pod and just bleep everything. It's yeah. funny because I get I get like critical of myself on the road. I'll be driving and somebody will be doing something perfectly legal. And, you know, I'm the asshole. So, but they're like making a turn, but like they're making too slow of a turn. So I'll just be death gripping the wheel and I'll be like, <laughs> ah, like you know <laughs> and then i'll get critical of myself be like that's too hard so you can't you can't yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. it's a you like, crisis you, yeah. <laughs> you, you you're your own parent 
your your parental unit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. The last time I've been truly angry, like I get it. I've had a lot of disappointments and frustrations, but like truly angry, yeah. I couldn't even tell you. For those of you who don't know, Brene Brown, um, this book, Braving, Braving the Wilderness, she is, she's got her PhD in like, I think vulnerability or something like that. But she's got a master's in social work. What? In vulnerability. I feel like her PhD is like, like she studied vulnerability. You got a PhD in an emotion? I think so. I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate. I want happiness. I feel like her, Cut it out. <laughs> I feel like her TED talk. She said that, but she's she also has a master's in social work, and um, her book is just phenomenal. It's really conversational. And it kind of um, just puts things in a, a digestible way that I think are kind of hard to think about. Um, but I'm just going to read a little bit about a um, a chapter that's titled "People Are Hard to Hate Close, So Move In." Um, which I think is really good. Uh, and it's, it's about anger. And whenever I went to therapy, I would tell my like therapist, like, I don't get like angry. I don't stay angry long. Cause I feel like angry is not constructive. And I think Brene Brown touches upon that and puts it in a way that I could never. So I'm just going to read her words. Um, so what I found is that yes, we all have the right and need to feel and own our anger. It's an important human experience, and it's critical to recognize that maintaining any level of rage, anger, or contempt, that favor concoction of a little anger and a little disgust, over a long period of time is not sustainable. Anger is a catalyst. Holding on to it will make us exhausted and sick. Internalizing anger will take away our joy and spirit. Externalizing anger will make us less effective in our attempts to create change and forge connection. It's an emotion that we need to transform into something life-giving. Courage, love, change, compassion, justice. Or sometimes anger can mask a far more difficult emotion like grief, regret, or shame, and we need to use it to dig into what we're really feeling. Either way, anger is a powerful catalyst, but a life-sucking companion. And I think that's kind of just prevalent to day-to-day life, what we're dealing with now as a country, that we need to really feel our feels, be angry, but use it as a catalyst to better one another and ourselves. And that's kind of what I was sitting on today, because Again, for me, anger is not a constructive emotion, but I know I can use it for something. And I, I'm going to hopefully like just use it for something good. And that's that. So thank you, Brene Brown, for giving me the words. That Very well put, Finn. That was really I, good. I honestly, I could not recommend a book more. This is up there with A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which Danny gave me. And it kind of like fundamentally changed my foundation of spirituality and um, just looking at the world as an us versus like, you know, me versus them type of mentality, but highly recommend her. She's a brilliant, brilliant person. And um, it really just makes you think about stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot because if you can focus the energy towards being a little bit more constructive, it's way better. Right. Yeah. Instead of and it fuels your fire in a sense too. It gives you kind of that little extra. I mean, it, it's the same thing with like, you're, you're always going to do something more to prove something, somebody wrong than you would do it for yourself. It's the competitive nature too. So if anger is that fuel or that, that special, special juice um, that gets you to get to that next level and, and do something like a podcast, do something creative, do something that takes you out of your element in a sense, it's uh, it's taking that negative and turning it into a positive and taking all that energy that you have and kind of channeling it to, and to, uh, to bring good. 
one of my things that I live off of is my, I guess my mantra would be to elevate others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to do that every day and high tides raise all ships. So if you can affect That's somebody's nice. life to make it a little bit better and changing your anger, do something like that. You did, then you, then you did some good today. That's really uh, nice. I have a question not to sidestep what you just said. Yeah. But do you think special juice is equivalent to secret sauce? <laughs> I was thinking, what was it in Space Jam when he had the, the water bottle? Was it oh, secret, yeah. Was it spe- secret sauce, special oh, juice? I don't know. Maybe it was special juice, but special I don't, juice sounded really <laughs> weird. Come into me. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> How can we segue from that to this? Well, Incredible. Only here on Jerko's podcast, my boys. I got a I got a Michael's little... secret stuff. It was Michael's, Michael's secret, secret stuff. stuff. Secret nice. stuff. I have a little <laughs> secret special segment that's very quick for you guys. So am I. So let's do it. All right. I'm gonna turn my camera off now. Oh. He's and getting naked. This segment is called OnlyFans. What's that snack? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so this is going to Do you want be, me to like give some want, background on this? I want you to give background, but I also want to say that the inspiration for this was Aurora last week saying she's into ASMR. Oh, oh I love <laughs> And this. so I figured for the fans that we have, the dozens and, and dozens, dozens of fans that we have that are into ASMR, this one's for you. So a little backstory on this is we used to play Xbox together. And what we would do would be we would eventually have a snack. Never used to when we were friends. Yeah, Yeah, when I had Xbox Live, which apparently mine expired. I don't Um, have mine. Yeah. So we would eat a snack and we'd have to guess what the other person is eating. So in the past, it's been like nori or almonds or anything. And it's just, what am I eating? And then you have to eat it slowly. So we're we're ready when you are. Your choice of snacks are nori, almonds, or anything. <laughs> Special juice. Most people are out there like pretzels or yeah. popcorn. My dude is nori, almonds, or that's basically it. I covered everything. Nori <laughs> or almonds. That's, that's, that's all the basis. That's as good as it gets. String beans. String beans. Oh, like, yeah. No, we, we have had the, uh, the, the dehydrated uh, bean chips. Yeah, uh, those are an option. <laughs> Everything's on the table here, guys. This is a snack, though. It's not a food. Like, it's not a meal item, okay? Okay. So I'm going to eat this first one as I normally would eat it. Ooh, that sounds God, it has a little bit. It has a little bit of an air in it. That's how you normally eat? Well, it's a little accentuated to be a little <laughs> ASMR-y. Shout out, Mari. I was going to say, I feel bad for A-Town. My God. <laughs> I smacked so my loud. lips. You know, like so I, open, I open mouth chewed there. Because if I close mouth chew, then this segment is just a lot of silence. All right, do it again. Okay, now, would you like... This is a slow one. This is a bite. This isn't... That was me eating the entirety of the snack. This is now me biting it. Oh, see, it's a small snack. And that was me dropping a piece of it. <laughs> All right, I think it has air in it. I'm going to say a veggie straw. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say like a carrot. Yeah, I think a veggie tube or a veggie straw. One more time, please. Celery? Okay. Be- one second. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody who turned up the volume in the podcast. He's dying. Just has a very loud laugh this in there. how he lost Bernardo when he choked on the snack over there. Yeah. One second. Okay. All right. All right. I'm saying veggie straw. 
I'm hungry. This sounds good. <laughs> okay. Final answer. You guys must. Do you want to go individual? You guys can go individual. 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 Yeah. Dan, what are you saying? I don't, I don't want the. I don't want the team on my back. If I. If I'm wrong. Go ahead. What uh, are you I'm saying? saying veggie straw. Okay, Vinny. Yeah, I'm going to. You're getting on the straw. veggie straw train. All right, Babby. Yeah. I think it's a, like a carrot or celery. I'll give you both because everything you guys said is incorrect. But you were right, Danny. When you said right off the bat, it has air in it. Mm-hmm. That was really impressive. Rice cake? Is it a rice it's cake? a mini rice cake. Wow. Wow. What, what is Danny, it? Quakers? Within, Quakers? Buffalo so it's ranch? Buffalo Ranch Quakers. Shout out That's Quakers. Awesome. There's 14 grams of whole grains, no artificial mm-hmm. flavor, and they are gluten-free for my nice. glutey booty. Glutey booty. Nice. Shout out. I felt like this would Quaker. be fun. And uh, I'm really impressed at your ability to hear air, Daniel. <laughs> it's, been, that was, uh, <laughs> it's been years in the making, bro. Call you Avatar. <laughs> The void. He hears the void. Do we want to give a shout out to our sponsor? Yes. This podcast is brought to you by Spoon Review. Oh, Spoon <laughs> underscore review. Don't put it in your my mouth. I'll put it. Don't put it in your mouth. I'll put it in mine. Why put it in your mouth? <laughs> when I can put it in mine. Oh. There we go. Also, it's also sponsored by Michael Secret Stuff. Mm-hmm. Come into me. Yeah, Not like to be special, confused with special Frank's juice special juice. <laughs> a lot better. Special juice. Yeah. Co-sponsor Frank's special juice. Come into me. Come into me. When was the last uh, spoon review there, young Daniel? Three years ago. Oh, For real? Wow! Like Jerko's podcast. Yeah, he, he ended with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, said, "There's no a, will to do. There's no will to live yeah, anymore." I stopped Jerko podcasting. Stopped. I stopped creating spoon review. It was, uh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a transition time in my life three years oh. ago. But now you know what? We're like in sync. We're like the Backstreet Boys. We're back. Yeah, better than ever. And now mm-hmm. it's time to say bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Once again, thank you for listening to the Jerko's podcast. Please find us on all social medias that don't exist just yet, but eventually they're happen. Um, <laughs> my name is Daniel Joseph Simone with my colleagues. Pretty Bobby. Vinny Bag of Donuts. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs>